0: This is the 10 Minute Contrarian Podcast. This is VP. We are a solutions-based podcast diving into the world of contrarian investing and alternative finance. You can find us hosted on the No Nonsense Forex YouTube channel, nononsenseforex.com, and podcast players everywhere. Episode 94 is brought to us by Bybit. Uh, XRP caught a nice little bid this week, did it not? might be getting closer and closer to winning that case. Just a reminder, uh, Bybit is a great place to buy just about any crypto you want to buy, but especially XRP. uh, It's a bit difficult, especially if you're using anything based in the United States, anything centralized. It's better off just to get it at Bybit. I would get everything there if I could, but I can't, so I had to use Uphold to get my XRP, which was fine, but wasn't the best experience. Like I said, if I could, I would just get all my spotted buy bit, and I would do my trading there too. Uh, But American affiliate spokesmen cannot do that, so take advantage of the fact that you're not me and click the link down below, get yourself started. Uh, You can trade with MT4, you can trade without MT4, or it can just be the new place where you buy everything. Uh, But make sure you click the link and take advantage of the bonuses and promotions we have going on all the time, because membership has its rewards. It is the 10 Minute Contrarian Podcast and we have a little bit of everything to talk about today. Uh, Let's go ahead and just start with the banks because this is still going on, no surprise. Um, I think we've kind of learned by now, especially in the crypto world, uh, that where there is smoke, there is almost always going to be fire. Now, crypto doesn't have the government to come in and bail it out, but people act like that's just a panacea for everything, like everything's going to be fine, the government's going to be right there to bail it out, everybody's going to be safe, no problem. Doesn't really work that way, it's a very, very temporary fix. And what's different now than what you saw back in 2008, for example, is a lot of these, and I'm doing air quotes, bank runs, are very quiet, because everybody's online now. You know, you're not going to have this crazy, well, you still might, but you're not going to always have these crazy lines out the door, you know, news reporters there talking to people like you did back in 2008, which was a thing. If you want to go to YouTube right now and look up IndyMac Bank, it's I-N-D-Y-M-A-C, I think. That was one of the biggest commercial banks to shut down in the United States back in 2008. And there's this whole documentary on it when people, people are standing outside getting interviewed just can't quite understand what's going on. It's it's pretty horrific. Uh, but now it's different because people just go online and take their money out that way or transfer it somewhere else. And when this happens, uh, there's really no way for the public to know what's happening. We were talking about this in Discord. And this is actually a good thing overall because uh, this reduces the amount of panic. And no bank is going to come out on the news and say, hey, we're getting bank run right now online, you know, so it's it's better. Uh, but these banks are still going to have to put up financial reports, and I think once they do that, the cat's going to be out of the bag. Uh, and even if it's not, look, we're already seeing major banks go down. What do we already have? We have Signature, Silicon Valley, uh, Silvergate, First Republic probably, Credit Suisse, and uh, and now uh, Deutsche Bank is in the news. Didn't I say that that bank was messed up a long time ago? I did. Um, and now it's coming to fruition. Uh, a little bit of talk about Wells Fargo. i not trying to spread FUD here. This, these are just rumors at this point. Um, but some of the rumors, especially in the case of Deutsche Bank, are pretty strong. And uh, just know that if you're sitting at home right now in Australia or Kenya, or Serbia, and you think you're off the hook because you're not in the United States or in the EU, somewhere like that, and your banks are fine. I'm going to tell you right now, everybody's making the same mistakes, whether it comes to your governments printing money, whether it comes to your local banks. There's a lot going on that you are probably not aware of. Now, there are certain countries, and I do bank in one of these countries, that do not have central banks, so they are forced to be a lot more prudent with what they do. But at the same time, they don't have anybody to come bail them out either. So it's like, where do you go? Uh, Well, I've pretty much already told you what I'm doing. And I've given you a pretty good blueprint for what you can do as well. So as far as where to put your money, I always say diversify, diversify, diversify. You know, if we're all going to take hits, you know, make sure you're taking maybe one or two minor hits instead of one fatal blow. Rule number one, don't run out of money. Two, we have places that are outside of the system now, like gold, like Bitcoin, and you should have money there too. You should also make sure you are able to go offshore whenever you can. I have already given you plenty of information on doing that. I've given you a very cheap option in the Palau Digital E-Residency. Go ahead and look that up either on the blog or on YouTube for information there and on this week's blog, last Thursday. I talked about a very easy, free way you can access offshore banking. Right from your smartphone. You know, I've pretty much emptied the tank here, Contrarians. I've given you all I can in terms of how to make sure you're safe when a crisis like this goes down. Uh, Now, if you think everything is going to be fine, uh, you are entitled to that opinion. You might be right. And you have the full freedom to do absolutely nothing. Uh, I have a feeling that the majority of people, even people who listen to this podcast have not done anything to protect themselves. Maybe they have a little bit of Bitcoin and they think they're fine because they did that. You know, you might be in for a very rude awakening pretty soon. You know, not even a month ago today, everybody thought everything was fine with the banking system. And now all of a sudden they realize different. You know, they realize a lot of the things that we've known for a long time now. And in the 2020s, like we said, these dominoes are continuing to fall. And with all that's going on right now, Um, Is anybody risk on? Like, is anybody excited about the stock market and this recovery? All because we think that Jerome Powell is going to start lowering rates and that's going to make everything all better? Because there are people who think that. And I said before, I don't know if some of these people actually think that. I'm talking about the CNBC and Bloomberg crowd. Or if they're just talking their book. And like I'd mentioned in previous episodes, too. I think they all get together and just try to wish these things into existence, uh, because their jobs depend on it. You have people out there whose jobs depend on the market being bullish all the time, which sounds completely ridiculous, and it is, but the market has been bullish for a very long time. And they have the yachts and the vacation homes to prove it, and they have to keep this going. And so this is where I think the majority of bullish news is coming from. Uh, but in reality, all of the bad fundamentals that we have been talking about for the last, what, two years, have not gotten any better. They're still there, and they, I would argue most of them have gotten worse. You know, and they've done everything they can to hide it, to change the rules, and they're still coming to fruition. That's how bad they are. You know, imagine if we had governments that actually let things crash the way they're supposed to, like crypto does, by the way. That's a really good thing about crypto. You know, crypto cycles, say what you want about them, are natural. Uh, But either way, it's hard to get excited about hardly anything out there right now. Now, again, we could have that uh, melt up that we spoke about before, that Michael Gaiad style, you know, melt up where things just rise and go crazy and short squeezes happen for pretty much absolutely no reason before you have that one big, big, big crash afterwards, that final retracement upwards before the big leg down actually takes place. Okay. And we might see that, but are you going to be an investor during this time? Are you going to try to time this out? like if that's really going on that's one of the most frightening times ever to be a bullish investor in this market you know we certainly might see it but I'm not going to be FOMOing into it that's for sure Uh, now where is a good place to be if the market does crash like this well again you know this is kind of a greatest hit show because we've talked about all these things the United States dollar has gotten a lot of FUD uh, recently amongst this United States uh, banking crisis and also with and this is ridiculous by the way Oh, Saudi Arabia is not using dollars to buy oil anymore. Oh my God, Russia and China don't want to use United States dollars. Oh, this is so bearish for the dollar. Guys, this is the most priced-in thing ever. The petrodollar died five years ago. We already knew that Russia and China were going to do everything they could to not use the United States dollar anymore because that is the ultimate power the U.S. holds over them. And they are our political enemies now, and they're going to do everything they can to break it, and that's exactly what they're doing. Uh, but it's not news; it's not bearish news for the dollar. This is the most obvious thing ever, you know. And all of this stuff was going on last year in 2022 when the Dixie went up to 115, you know. So how bearish is it really, you know? Plus, if the market does fall hard, which I anticipate it happening, you know, then as it always is the case. Fiat's going to get a huge bid because that's still where people run to and this is not going to change. And if you can tell me where else they're going to run to except for the United States dollar, uh, then I will change my stance. But that's just not how things work. You know, People get way too caught up in the here and now. And then also during times like this, you see all the Bitcoin maxis speak up and start futting the dollar. And I do not think you should be listening to them. You know, Bitcoin maxis are the flag-waving environmentalists of finance. They can tell you all the bad things the dollar does, but they can't tell you any of the good things and they can't tell you any of the reasons why the dollar is probably going to be around and pretty strong for a very long time. Just like environmentalists can tell you all the bad things fossil fuels do, but they can't tell you any of the good things. They have no idea and if fossil fuels went away tomorrow which is every, you know every environmentalist dream you know they would probably end up naked and hungry uh, but they don't know that you know, because they're incapable of objective thought and this is where i put a lot of bitcoin maxis too yeah, so just remember all this when thinking about fiat and whether it's the right option for you i mean we all have to have it but how much of it you actually allocate you know i'm still mostly in cash you know that hasn't changed And most of my crypto bags are packed, and most of my other stocks are are in and where I need them to be. Now, I understand. If some is good, more is better. And over time, I'm going to want to move my cash into other things. You know, being fiat-heavy forever is not the way. Uh, But panicking away from it, I don't think is the way either. I want this process to be nice and slow, and when I do make purchases, I want them to be when price is very cheap. Now the problem is, you know, things like Bitcoin and a lot of the crypto market for that matter came with it and went up the last couple of weeks. So, so did gold and silver. You know, and maybe you're not in the position I am, and you're not happy with your allocation to other things, you know, apart from fiat. You know, so what do you do? Well, I'd said before that you know, just being historically correct is probably the move for you. Sitting here and waiting for cheap prices that may or may not come. You know, and risking the chance of being completely left behind is absolutely what you don't want to do. That is the antithesis of what we're trying to do here on the podcast. So you need to look for opportunities. Now, are there opportunities out there right now? I think there are. Um, they just come in different forms. So I would say be on the lookout for particular opportunities in the crypto market. For example, um, I don't think Polygon went up at all. During this run-up, which is really weird, uh, because that company just keeps on building and building and adding on, and uh, like I've mentioned before, I mean, how many times have I sat there and said, like I've mentioned before, guys, this is the greatest hits album, I said it on a blog, Yeah, this uh, particular token just keeps climbing the ranks in terms of tokens that I really want to buy when it's time. And if I didn't have any, not financial advice, that I, I would probably consider buying some now and then leaving, you know, a little bit extra position available to average down later. Oh, and by the way, yeah, the last few days we've seen the crypto market uh, fall off as people are probably probably taking profits. Um, and Like I said, we're still bearish on crypto overall anyway here, but it was funny to see almost everything go down. Uh, except for one particular crypto uh, and that is, (laughs) wouldn't you know, it's Litecoin (laughs) just so goddamn strong Uh, and oh by the way does pretty much the exact same thing Bitcoin does it is also a good, not safe haven because it it goes up and down too much but a good flight to safety if you're looking to diversify away from the fiat system and from gold it does what Bitcoin does but at such a lower price And a much lower price per tokens in circulation. So there's 21 million Bitcoin. There's 84 million Litecoin, which is four times as much. Just take the price of Litecoin, multiply it by four, and compare that to the price of Bitcoin. You know, I think, you know, some people already know this now, and we've seen this develop in the price action this past week. But, and I'm sticking to this, I think there is going to come a time where the rest of the world starts to realize, especially if the price of Bitcoin starts getting out of hand, that Litecoin does do the same thing, and you can get it for a fraction of the price. Now, apart from just Litecoin and maybe Polygon, there are absolutely opportunities out there in the market, good ones, uh, where price is dropping. And you might already know what that is. Please do not reveal this answer in the YouTube comments section if if this is where you like to listen to the podcast. But I'm going to save this for next week's episode, barring anything strange, which absolutely could happen, Um, But even though we are in a risk-off environment and I am mostly going to be sitting on my hands during this time, there are still opportunities available and I might still be a buyer, especially if things keep going the way they have been. But for now, uh, I would still focus on being risk-off and just making sure your money's safe. This is rule number one. This is priority number one. But for all of you who sit there and do nothing about this stuff, you know, you're starting to get a taste of what it's really like. You know, nobody wants gold, for example, until they really need gold. And then gold gets really expensive and there's hardly any left and you're screwed. And nobody wants to take the time and effort to spread their money out in seven, eight different places. Um, But then when moments like this come along, they really wish they had. Well, I hope you see it now, because if you don't see it now, you're never going to see it. But in this ever-changing world and in this ever-changing decade, you need to be crazy. And you need to be early.